Blog Talk Radio. Channel 13 on your NBBTA internet radio dial. I'm Jacqueline Taylor Adams and I am your host for this moment in time. Welcome to part five of Plan to Profit, our Christmas in July B2B series. Our special scheduled guest for today is Roger Madison, founder and CEO of Izania.com. You can go over and visit Izania right now at www.izania.com. Join for free, get our free um, profile, and then while you're there, make sure you visit IzaniaMarket.com and register free there. Well, either as a customer, as a consumer, or... As a business, if you are a business, go to Get Featured, and you can register your business for free. And Azania also has a great free business directory. So, again, go to Azania.com and AzaniaMarket.com and take advantage of the free offerings and excellent network. That's an excellent network of businesses, and community-minded people at Izania. Now, as we await for Roger to call in, and if anyone is on the line, if you can give me a moment, we are waiting to get into the studio. We are having a little bit technical problems at the moment, but we are awaiting to get in the studio. What I do want to share is that 84% of businesses make most of their profit during the holiday season. And they these are during the 12 days leading up to Christmas. That is the major time where the most money is made. Billions of dollars in the retail industry are made within those 12 days. So the purpose of the plan to profit Christmas in July B2B series is to teach 
businesses, or rather teach and empower businesses and entrepreneurs to profit from the holiday season. All of us go through the holiday season because as long as you're in business and the holiday season comes around, you have been in business during the holiday season. But are you leaving money on the table? At a time of the year when 84% of businesses make their profit during these 12 days, how much are you earning? Are you earning your fair share of that? Are you maximizing and profiting off of the holiday season? Or are you just doing business as usual and not prepare for the onslaught of business or not getting your fair share because you haven't properly planned and realized the competition that you have online and offline and that realize that um, so many people are shopping earlier. About 40% of shoppers um, begin their online shopping in September. So um, you really, really want to get prepared now while it's still July. This is July 31st, and we definitely want to, we're going through the learning stage. Next month we'll be more into implementation. We'll be having special series during August. The e-book will be available so you get to go through the series and actually use it to develop your um and I excuse please excuse the bad talk. We're working through our technical difficulty so you may be hearing a double play on a show. Okay, finally. And um <clears throat> So we're on our way into the studio now, so if anyone has called in or if you want to call in, the call-in number is 646-716-7994. Again, that call-in number is 646-716-7994. And if you have called in, we'll be in the studio soon, and the chat room will be opening up. So the chat room is now open if you'd like to come by and check it out. So <clears throat> there are a couple things we want to cover before we actually go into the advertising portion. And um, as we go into the, um, there are some things you need to realize first. One of the first things we always say, know your audience, know your audience, know your audience. And, of course, that is super important in advertising. But even before you get to knowing your audience, we're going to go all the way back to start when we talked about what will you sell. Part of that, and you'll see that more in the workbook than we actually covered on the show, because it depends on what you're selling in. Being that we are doing a general discussion, we are speaking to people in so many various areas of business. Um, some of them are service, some of them are retail, some of them are wholesale. Um, people are doing online. We have brick and mortars. We have various different industries and our audience. But one of the key things in deciding what we sell is inventory. Inventory is paramount. You need to realize as you are preparing for the holiday season, there are two things you want to do. You want to keep current inventory, but you want to begin to stock on inventory for the holiday season because you're going to need increased inventory to make it through the holiday season. When people are shopping you know, 
add that massive amount, you need to have generally extra inventory. And I'll give you an example if anyone has ever vended. If you have ever <clears throat> did an expo or an affair, a trade show, especially one where people are, you know, you have the general um, um, consumers in there and people are shopping, or even if it's a B2B trade, if people are in there, if you're doing wholesale and, and people are coming to shop wholesale and that's the purpose of the show, you definitely get sales. And generally those shows, um, <clears throat> there are times, like I did the Black Expo, that's a three-day show. Um, October Galleries Art Expo, that is always a three-day weekend. So if you, especially if you're not from the area or if your stock doesn't come from the area, you may be from the area, but you may not be in the area on which you get your your wares. Or if you're pulling your wares together, you need to stock for three days of generally more customers than you may be used to. Because this is a, you know, these events are specifically geared for shopping, the people coming there specifically for that. And. <clears throat> You have three days. If you run out and you have an empty booth, or if even when you run low, if your book booth looks depleted, it hurts you in the rest of your sales. So you always want to look full. People prefer to buy from where it looks full than where it looks scarce. And um, <clears throat> even though there's a good way of you know, creating a sense of scarcity, like if you don't get it now. But the people still prefer fuller look. So you have to consider your inventory and you need to shop accordingly. So this is what you need to do in your budgeting. You do need to understand, okay, we're going to increase inventory. And why would I look at inventory now if I'm talking about 12 days in major days in December. Well, one reason why you're looking at it, now is probably a much better opportunity, July, August, September, even October are much better opportunities to get the items you're looking for for a much better price. The better price, the lower your cost, the higher your profit. So you want to keep your cost down as much as possible. And... um <clears throat> So you want to make sure that you're keeping your costs down and that you are, excuse me, excuse me, I'm having a hard time today <laughs> as far as my voice. But you want to make sure that you're keeping your costs down and um, getting the best deals. So now between July and October, a great time to get good deals, wholesale and distribution on your items, or even if you make items, the materials that you need to make or create whatever you're creating, chances are you can get a better deal during July and October, again, which reduces your cost. So you want to, and you want to start stacking inventory. If you don't have all the money to go buy it all at one time, and then it's also an issue of availability, you're not the only one in business preparing for the holiday season. So you want to get it while it's available, um, and then you want to plan out. So you can just build yourself a 
Excel spreadsheet, and, and you have two areas. You have your holiday inventory that you're starting to keep, and then your your current inventory. So um, the importance of inventory in advertising, because, again, like we stated, um, you're going to be advertising. You're hopefully going to be budgeting, and so you're going to be moving items quicker, and again, you need to make sure that you're stocked in your inventory because it's not just the holiday season, but you're advertising. You're purposely working to drive traffic. You want to make sure that you have adequate inventory. And based on your inventory, it's also going to be based on, you know, your outreach. You need to know the numbers. How many do I have to sell? Well, say if during you have... um 10,000 units of widget A. Well, if you have 10,000 units of widget A, how many people do I need to reach out to, just reach out to, to get interested to hear to, and then how many how many people do I need to listen or click or and all, and then how many those people are going to actually buy? So you have your outreach where you're throwing it out there. Then only a certain percentage of those people are going to respond. And a 5% response rate is considered good. But you really want to look at the 3 to 5%. And then of those people that respond, out of those people, you probably have about, you want to look about a 10% rate of actually converting. So if your goal is to sell 10,000 units and you're looking at a 3 to 5% respond rate off of your advertising, how many people do you need to reach out to? Well, that says you need to create a formula that says 10,000 is, which is equal, what, which is your X percent of you know, no, we know it's 5%, so let's restate that. I apologize. We have 10,000 is, which is your equal sign, 5% of X. So our goal is to figure out what X is. And simply, of course, if we divide both sides, so if you divide 5% by 5%.05, then um, on the one side we'll leave you with X, and so you have 10,000 divided by 0.05. And when you do that, that um, that will let you know what your outreach needs need to be. So... Um, that means you need to reach out, um, and, it, you know, it's pretty simple. You know, it's 5%. So it takes 25%, right? So um, that means you need to reach out to at least, I, I'm not, I know I'm not doing these numbers right, but, you know, you need to reach out to 200,000 at least, Um if not more than that, um, I will have to sit down and actually figure it out. I'm not able to hold stand do this at the moment, even though I am very good at math, people. But um, as you can see, you need to reach out to an extreme lot more people 
So if I want to do move ten thousand units, I need to reach out to about two million people. And that's just a truth of the matter. I need to reach out to about two million people if um and that's just getting honestly, that's just getting about ten thousand people to respond to the ad. And five percent, that's only getting ten thousand people to respond. So you need to break that formula down. So you only have ten thousand people responding. That means you're not um you know, that's not gonna be ten thousand sales. Cause you're lucky if you can convert, you know, you convert ten percent of who's responding. So if you had ten thousand, that's a thousand. So, you know, that's only one tenth of what you wanna do. So you may need to reach out to 200 million people. Well, wow, how can I do that? So now, reaching out to 200 million people, that just simply means that you um, have to, in reaching out to those people, that just means that you have to, um, it's very doable. But this is going to give you your numbers for your advertising mix. So your first thing is, okay, I need to reach 200,000 people. Your next thing is, which 200,000 people do I need to reach? 200 million, I'm sorry. We're talking about 200 million people we need to reach out to, and we're trying to decide which people we need to reach. And so, um, and I do apologize, everyone, for my stopping and starting, but there is also um, getting a lot of phone calls in. Um, on the other line, some people are calling in on the wrong line. So, um, again, though, if you choose to call in the number 646-716-7994. So we decided we have 10,000. We checked our inventory. We're going to have 10,000 units in our inventory. That means we need to reach out to 200 million people. So what advertising mix and mediums can we come up with that will give us an outreach of 200 million, and um, in order to get enough people looking at it, to get enough people um, responding, and then, you know, in order for enough of those persons for us to be able to convert to sales. So um, those are things that we are looking at. As I said, we have a lot of calls coming in. So what we're going to do right real quick we're going to go to a couple commercials, and we'll be right back. We are black. We can't change that. Everyone looks out for their own first. It's a natural fact. It's about time we learn. We must come together also before we can compete. Are you feeling me? Before we could earn true equality on equal footing. Then we could intermingle on a single world stage, putting everyone on the same page. If you could, wouldn't you want it? Would you? If you had it, shouldn't you flaunt it? I don't know, but I do know this. Some people think we're on a level playing field. (laughs) I say, open your eyes, look around. We're not even in the same stadium. What do you say to them? We need black leaders like from the old school, yes. Leaders of the new school. Where young ones come from, stand up from among the dumb ones. Don't you know? We've come a long way, baby, but so much further to go. Please join the World Black Networkers Association on the Mighty People Online Social Network at MightyPeople.info, where our mission is to bring the World Black community together in effective networking for successful living.
This is Master Griot Radio, channel 13 on your NBBTA internet radio dial. I'm Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I am your host for this moment in time. It's time for purpose-driven words, shaping thoughts, building minds, true wealth, communities, and legacies. If my words had wings, they'd fly to you each day. Okay, we are back. We are back. And we're talking about advertising, and we're talking about deciding your advertising mix. Because we know we're going to have to advertise, and we're talking about using a good formula in order to decide what our advertising mix should be so that we're reaching the right amount of people in order to have the best opportunity of conversion. And, of course, there are things you need to do for conversion, but if you don't have enough people you know, looking at your advertising or responding to your advertising in order to move the inventory that you have, then you're not going to profit or reach the goals that you want to reach. So, again, we were giving a case where we had 10,000 units to move, and from the 10,000 units, we um, want, wanted to – we had 10,000 units, and we wanted to um, – reach out to 200 million people, and now the question is, because we're going to get to the um, advertising mix that can do that, now the question is, okay, 200 million people, who are the people we want to reach? And this is where every show they say, know your audience, know your audience, know your audience. I know you guys are probably sick of it, but I'm hoping that so much that that is just ingrained in you, the first thing you think in business is an audience, because no customer, no business. So you need to know who your audience is and who you're developing for and who wants it, who needs it, who has to have it, what problem are you solving and for whom are you solving it for. So, again, by knowing your customer, what that's going to help a whole lot in helping us decide an advertising mix. Because knowing who your customer is, where they are, what they like, what they like to do, where you can find them will help you decide which um choices, you know, which things to choose. Now when you're looking at a number reaching out to two hundred million people, of course in that case you need to reach out to advertising mediums that expose you to your market, not to anybody. Anybody and everybody is not your possible audience. You want to reach out to 200 million of the most likely people who will buy your product or service. So in that, um, on that scale, you're looking at things with those numbers. You want to definitely, you may want to do terrestrial radio or even satellite radio. Or there are people with Internet radios with huge um, followings that do a million get a million listeners a week. So even over at Blog Talk, some of the trainers, um, their shows are doing a million a week. So you, again, those are some of the things you want to look at. You need to look at combinations of large circulations of your targeted audience. Now, they may do you, again, of those 100 million a week to outreach are all of those people your target audience. Um, The other thing, too, in order to reach that number of people, you're probably going to have to advertise 
consistently for a number of times. You don't want to reach 200,000 people one time in one ad and hope that's going to ride you. What you want to do is spread out over time consistently so people start to get to know you, start to get to recognize you, and start to remember your message. Um, I'm not sure the formula is now, but I know one time they said people need to hear your message 11 times on television and 21 on radio. And that's terrestrial radio that you, you know, listen to in your town. Um, on radio shows like podcasts and different things, it depends on a number of times people are listening in, but those things do stay and they stay around longer. So if there are shows, like take, for instance, this series, it's a great show. So in it, it's a show that keeps on going, especially this time of year. The audience is growing and growing and growing for every show. After the show, we get a thousand times more listeners than we may have had on a live because I know we're doing this during the day, in the middle of the day, and a lot of people are working. So, um, and a lot of them, you know, as entrepreneurs or some of them are part-time entrepreneurs or they just may not have the break at this time of day to maybe listen live, but when they're soon as they get an opportunity, they're listening, they're downloading the show. This is a teaching series, so people are listening over and over. It'll be integrated in the e-book. Again, people are over and over. So on this show, one commercial definitely has great, great value. A commercial definitely has great value. And so... um, you but again, you still you know you want to get your numbers and you want to get them with a mix. If it's doing radio, you want to do print. You know, again, it depends on what mixes are best for your industry, uh, what you're selling. But um, print is can be very good. I know people say people don't still read. Well, there's guess what? People are still reading the newspapers. Um, you do want to look when it comes to print. You do need to know the space that you're going to be laid out on. What area are you putting me in? Let me look at this space. Let me look at this property. I need to see where I will be. And, you know, that's important because if it's crowded, can my ad stand out in such a crowded space? But if your ad is going to be strategically placed, there's a couple articles. So if you have two articles on a page, there's only so many other ads that can be there, as opposed if your ad is just placed in a classified section amongst a lot more people. So you definitely always want to look at placement, especially when it comes to print. And even if you're doing certain online advertising. Now, keywords and various things online can always bring your ad up no matter what the cluster is, and which is different from print. And, um, you know, in that way, um, print is different than um, it's only what you see. But, again, you know, people do read the newspaper. So, um and so... um We um, want to uh, apologize. I'm really having a hard time with allergies. So, 
my voice is sounding raspy, and um, I'm up here. My eyes are watering. I'm about to um, um, my, my eyes are watering, and I'm attempting to not sneeze for the moment. <laughs> but okay, but I'm moving on. So um, that's just important in your mix of advertising. But again, if you need to reach 200 million, and well, you may not need to do a 200 million because you may not have 10,000 in your inventory. Um, I really, for the holiday season, in order to profit to make the money, I, you know, most people should have things around 500 because you're saying the whole season. While the major sales are during that day, that season is starting, you know, at minimum. You know, the latest is, you know, starting in November, and it's running through January. So you have, you know, that whole time span to make these sales. It's just that the 12 days are generally where the most of your sales are going to be, is, you know, during that time, you know, and that's industry-wise. And But you're pretty, depending on how you focus, how you reach out, you know, you may make some of those pre-sales. But, you know, I can't see doing too much under 500 because it depends on your product or service. But um, even on a larger scale, like I said, if you need the large scales, you have certain newspapers here in Philadelphia. Um, a newspaper that had it reaches the Philadelphia Inquirer. It's our Inquirer paper. And probably one of the better days, depending on, you know, where you are, what you're selling. The Sunday paper could be great. People will probably read the Sunday paper if they read no other paper. But what if your product or service is something that would be advertised around the financial section, around the real estate sections or areas? Then other days of the week may be good days. If it's theater, what days are better for theater? You know, well, when are people looking? The theater generally kicks off on Thursday during the week, generally Thursday. Even though theater is going on all week, the biggest time for theater is Thursdays to Sundays. So right Tuesday and Wednesdays are great days that people are looking at for theater. And also the Sunday paper, they're looking at the review. There's some people that only read the Sunday paper. So, again, um, if you're doing magazine advertising, and sometimes you can get a really good deal and um you know you you put your budget together you look at your cost you look at the return but when you have magazines that have these huge numbers and you talk to a salesperson talk to them one on one you know some the best thing you can do well you know you may can't say get a cheaper cost and all but they may can give you really good placement we had that happen for us before and then it behooves you to get great placement in the magazine, such as Black Enterprise. I mean, these people will work with you. In essence, you want to have a quality ad that will attract and draw. I know the one time I worked with a group, as the group they got together, got an ad, great placement. But it was a black and white ad, and it wasn't professionally done. So that and, and it got responses, but if it was done more professionally, had some color in it because it was put and with a bunch of articles, so everything is already black and white. So something with a pop of color would have definitely stood out more. They would have um, definitely increased the response to the ad. And, of course, you know, when things cost a certain amount, again, you need a certain number of responses in order to warrant it and to pay for it. 
because, um, you know, some of those responses, you know, need to convert to sales or be convertible to sales. So um, those are just some of the things you look, you know, you look at. Of course, you have your social media. What you want to do when you do your advertising mix, okay, this is my advertising mix. Now, in my social media strategy and planning, I want to send out key messages around certain times where I know my advertisements will be running. Because the other platform, and you reach out, and if you want to do numbers and targeted audience, um, online advertising is so great, like Facebook, YouTube. All you know, you can target your audience to who you want to reach out. Know the numbers of people available on that in that category on that platform, so you can build your numbers and build your audience accordingly. And um, so, what you do for so your advertising across YouTube, and you know your ad is going to be running during these certain times. Then what times you may want to capture certain people, um, you want, you know, may direct people to your YouTube at certain times. You may want to put up certain videos talking about certain things that will coincide or remind or bring into remembrance when people saw this other ad. And it doesn't mean the video you will put up, I wouldn't say to put up an ad because you already have an ad circulating. But you may want to put up um you know, a video about something using some of the same jargon in, in words and incorporating it into something else, some type of viral video, so people don't feel like it's an ad, but they're watching something, but certain things are coming to remembrance because, remember, we never really forget. So it's a way about activating recall. So if they're seeing this ad and they see it across, and this is why you want to do a mix, you may do on YouTube, you may do some on Facebook, you can even run a Twitter campaign. So if you're start, if you're running campaigns starting September all the way through December and you're running them across these various platforms, well, some people may catch it on Twitter, then Facebook – and at some time, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter may be cross-promoting. And what happens is people start to remember. Or if they hear it on the radio, you have a jingle, a slogan, something catchy. People start to remember it. Um, TV, okay, you may, you know, I may not be able to afford a major station networks, but with cable, oh, wow, there are great opportunities. Even on public access where you can't do a commercial, but you can do sponsored by. You know, PBS program may be sponsored by a PBS program may be sponsored by something as simple as um, you know a car like Mercedes Benz may sponsor, where they just say you know this program is brought to you um, courtesy or in part by Mercedes Benz. Show the logo and it keeps it going. But again, those are the all type of things that you can do when you're doing an advertising mix. So um, those are some of the things we want to look at when we are um, on the, um, you know, and planning our advertising mix. So those are things that we do definitely want to look at. And um, so just a quick recap again. We want to look at our inventory. We actually we need to have a real number in our heads about how much product we have, how much product we need to move in order to make sure that we are 
investing and creating an advertising mix that can reach enough people that we can get those sales. And we are talking about a mix, everything from television to radio, from cable to public access to webisodes to video advertising. Even if you create a video that's a commercial video market, you need to put it across an advertising platform. Um, There are... um, which Roger would have definitely talked to you in depth about, and you can go to IzaniaMarket.com, but it's Izania Market Deals. Deals programs are very popular. This is more special for black businesses, and you get more than a standard. You get one-on-one coaching. They really they work to have your sales. You get to measure. You get to see what worked, what didn't work. It's a great test run night. Now is a great time to be doing a market deal program. Now is a time to get people thinking about it. Oh, wow, they had some great stuff. I got it for 50% off. This is so nice. People can start to buy it, test it at a discount price. You're bringing in new audience, new customers, and then you want to go back and promote to those customers and your customers your existing customers satisfied customers are your easiest people to convert to sales so um, these are just things that you want to look at you want to observe when you come to advertising now we say advertise measure test repeat how do you measure Uh, of course one of the things we're, we're looking at where are we advertising? What is the circulation? What is the outreach of those? Where you know we're looking at the target audience. You know um, the people should be able to give you these numbers and to give you an idea of give you specifics more than idea. Give you specifics about who their audience is, what the numbers are. So you have those things, but how do you measure it? Well, one great way to measure it are things like the uh, market deal program. It's a specific item. You put out one item at a time. You're doing it for a specific, a certain amount off the normal retail, and it's very structured, and you can see specifically who's buying. It's, It's a specific who's buying. Now, another way, if you're doing print, other different things, or or coupons, even if you're doing it online, if someone redeems that coupon, that helps you measure the effectiveness. Or have a certain code. If you use this code, you get this certain discount or certain benefit or perk when you use this code. These are all ways that you can measure your ad. Um, when you do this, you'll receive that. Um, get a free this when you purchase that. These different things help you measure your ad, and you have different campaigns out. And each campaign that you have, you identify, assign it a number, a code, or whatnot. And you can use something as simple as a spreadsheet in order to start to track the ads. Okay, the ad, this ad, this is the campaign. So this ad could be part of a campaign. You name your campaign. This is a specific ad. This specific ad went across these platforms on these dates. And then start looking at the response even in your email advertising, your email marketing. Okay, my blast went out on this date. These are how many people opened. You know, you can chart 
the the response when they when they came, and then your click throughs, and then you want to look at that to your purchases. Okay, well I got these many click throughs. This this is what happened on this day, and this is how many sales I have this day. And when you track those, you can start to see if your advertising is working. So you measure it. Um, by using coupon special, make different things that you identify your different ads with, so that you can. And again, your goal is to have calls to action and get people to respond, so that you can um, measure it, and then testing it. Basically, put put it out there. Do a test run. You definitely want to do a test run to see what's working and what's not. You may you run a test run and find out, you know what, this headline works. You may want to run a test line with this coupon or and one, you know, during the same test, the same ad, but another coupon, another offering. Um, an email blast, we talked about that earlier, A-B testing, one headline and try another headline. See which one gets the more response, which one are people responding to. That you're measuring and then you're testing, and then you're going to repeat it. So you measure, test, repeat. You measure it, you test it, you come back, you see the number, what works, you adjust it accordingly, and then you repeat the run. So, you know, that's the gist of it. You know, you want to start with, of course, we want to make this real, not just in a concept, but Wait, what's my inventory? How much product do I have? Am I going to have? Do I anticipate having to know what this helps you decide to know what your advertising budget is going to be? If you feel your budget may be more, then maybe you may need to reduce your inventory because you want to make sure you can move the pro you uh, move the product. What your goal again is to we're planning a profit during a season where people purchase the most at one time, and people purchase everything. So whether they need something for the home, personal care, gifts for other people, they're not just buying gifts. You know, everyone is not just doing Christmas, but no matter what, whether they do Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or no holiday at all, people are still buying more during this time of year because the home is changing. You're going to decorating. We're changing seasons, you know. So those thinner curtains, now we need heavier drapery. We, there are other things we need for the home during winter that we don't need during spring. Think This is just it's a season. It's a season of change. There are more get-togethers. There are more events, more places to go, going out. There's So people are buying personal clothing. There are a lot. There's just more shopping going on at this time of year. Now, as opposed to January, not that people don't shop, but by the end of January, early February, except for Valentine's Day, there's things going on and all, but maybe not as much or as many things don't happen as much because the weather hinders. So because of, you know, being hindered by the weather, people may not shop as much. So, um Again, you're saying this is a specific time of year where people are spending more. You know, don't overdo it. Be realistic. If you have, if you cannot, if you don't have a budget that can help you get rid of ten thousand, you don't want to get ten thousand units and be stuck with eight, five to eight thousand. You don't want because that's all your profit, 
right there. And it probably would take you the rest of the year to sell it. So, um, you know, look at it. So that's why you, I want everyone to do take the time to do a realistic view. You know, what is your inventory? What are you going to be selling? How much of it do you need to sell? And um, you want to have a realistic amount. You don't want to have 100 units. You know, 100 units don't mean anything at the holiday time. You think that may seem like a lot, and then all of a sudden you sell that in one or two days. But by the time it takes you to get more product, you're paying more money, getting it back out to the people who've come by and you haven't had it and they wouldn't have found it somewhere else, you're almost at the end of the buying season. So, again, it was like leaving money on the table because you did not plan properly. So you definitely want to um, check your inventory and um, every form of advertising, of course, like I said, it's not always it's not always um, a cost, but you do need a real budget, and you need to do paid advertising. And like ninety percent of your advertising needs to be that way. What you want to use is social media, free things, even press release, free distribution of press release should only be something that supports a paid campaign and invested in campaign. It needs to support things that you've done. And I know there are people who've advertised for free, never paid this and this and that. You know, that could possibly be you. Um, you could, but do you want to bank on that? Or do you want to go in an area that's a little bit sure and at least put some money in advertising? At least at least spend $500 in advertising across the holiday season because you have now the plan. You want to, you know, you get your best deals or whatnot. You see they have credits, Google all the time, have credits, PPC credits. You know, what credits can I get? You know, who's offering? Just like people go online to find deals for the holiday season when they're shopping, you should be doing the same thing even if it's in the B2B realm. When can I get the best deal? What's special? If I spend here, can I get special advertising credits? Are there any advertising special programs going on right now on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitter? You know, what are deals? Can I lock some things down? You know, maybe I get something here. Just because you, once you pay for it doesn't mean you always necessarily have to use it. Sometimes you can set a budget, but then you can schedule when you want to use it. You schedule when you want to use it. So you can, uh, you know, pay for something here, pay for something here, and then schedule and use everything, you know, at your specific time. So there's flexibility, and you have so much more flexibility when you take the time to plan. When you run up on the last minute, you're scattered. You don't have time to do the research. So that's what this is here for. So this has been Part 5 of Plan to Profit B2B Series, which is sponsored by Taylor Adams Marketing, Azania.com, and Anthony Stewart. Again, um, we thank you for being part. Um, next week we will be working with our mastermind. So check us out on Facebook. Go to facebook.com forward slash Taylor Adams Marketing to stay abreast. We're going to do our mastermind. We have our, um, our art and entertainment edition coming as well as the contest. And we may do a special edition with tech. There are a few programs 
that um, we may work up if we see if enough good ones that are offering some really good deals. But um, you will definitely see all the good deals and offering and resources in your e-workbook. So just go to TamlerAdamsMarketing.com and just click on register for e-workbook because you have to request it. You have to register it. You have to be listed in the business directory to receive the e-workbook for free. But, of course, you can buy it retail if you choose to. If you choose to pay for it, you always have that option. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in. This has been a really great series thus far. This is your core part of the series. The other three shows coming up will just they'll be specialty editions. Uh, we definitely we always do an art and entertainment edition. And the mastermind, that's when we're going to come together. There may be a little rescheduling, but the mastermind is to come together and say, hey, this is what I have, this is what I have. Let's look together and actually mastermind and see how we can help one another and collaborate. That's what the mastermind session is for. So stay tuned, stay afloat, listen in. Again, the call-in um, number it's each Wednesday through August. Their call-in number is 646-716-7994. And you can um, contact, contact Taylor Adams Marketing at 1-877-552-7012, extension 1111. Thank you for tuning in to Part 5 of Plan to Profit. Christmas in July B2B series, our advertise, measure, test, repeat session. Have a great day. Peace.